Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome back to The Francisca Show, a Jewish coffeehouse podcast, the show on which everyday creatives share their unique journeys. I am Francisca, a singer, composer, music producer, and podcast coach, and also your host. Enjoy the show. Today, we are talking to Rachel Sam, living in Pomona, New York, and this episode is dedicated to a release that I and Rachel collaborated on together. And we'll be talking a little bit about behind the scenes of this project. And I am so excited to be doing this. Tell me a little bit about your background, how you got started in the arts and singing and writing. I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Maybe there's more trees and cows than people. I don't know. But but um, it's nice that I grew up there. It's all worth it just for the sake of being able to tell people I'm from Milwaukee instead of Brooklyn. And then their reaction is much more fun than, <laughs> and usually, you know, which school they went to when they're like, where, where is that? Is that in the U.S.? <laughs> um, and of course it is. You grew up into a Chabad family and your parents took care of and. Yeah. So what was that like transitioning out of that or assimilating into the more mainstream Jewish community after growing up somewhere like Milwaukee? Good question. I feel like, honestly, if anything, Chabad is like so integrated with the rest of society. So I can't really compare myself to other people's experience, but it almost feels like since it's not so insular, you actually like have an easy time transitioning to wherever you want to transition because I mean, the nature of Chabad is to just be everywhere and anywhere and just spread out and be in random places. I mean, I went to school away from home in Chicago for seven years. Like I wasn't sleeping at home since I was 11 years old. And then um, Florida Seminary and then Pittsburgh and Israel and all these other places. You get used to being in like random places and meeting different people from different backgrounds. And that's also why I love where I live right now is because there's such a combination of like every type of Jew that you you it's it's like a great reminder that like we're all just Jewish and or like even like if you're not Jewish we're all just humans and we like we all have things in common or whatever and we don't need to connect just based on like our specific specific identity so it's nice would you like to talk about the last 10 years of your life a little bit in a nutshell or would you like to just forward and get to the project (laughs) um well what would you like to do (laughs) I think your personal story can inspire other people it can bring some depth to to our project and just give a behind the scenes you know you're not the regular from you know whole situation creative Chabad you know classic classic your your story brings depth I think it will bring it will have people understand your music more your art um, and maybe even reach out and, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and the possibility is endless, limitless. Um, so honestly, like, I'm really, I'm really torn. 
Um, so maybe we're a little premature here yeah. and we're not ready to share. And like at some okay point, I well. feel like I might write a book, honestly, because it's such a like it's such a heavy story and okay. not a lot of people go through it. One hundred percent. Me per se, but the other thing I was going to say was maybe you can help other people by sharing your story. That was the last thing that sort of like jumped out of my mind. So okay, you know so- what? I always wonder if it actually would because there's it's such a unique story that I'm like no one else. Like there's there's like five other people going through it maybe. So like like because I'm helping those five people, but if I'm hurting the one I really care about, like I'm not hurting them. But if maybe they feel private about it like what right do I have it's not only my story it's also theirs I don't know it's hard for me to come to terms with it I have to figure that out kind of in my head so it's um, complicated it's raw we're not yeah, ready yeah. it's okay yeah it's okay basically okay so let's talk about the project itself so I reached out to you what well, maybe was it a year ago a year and a half ago yeah I said <laughs> I want to do a rap I have sort of an idea it have yeah. to do with per vote and and I'm obsessed with Perkeavos, by the way. I grew up with my father saying Perkeavos to us, like a different chapter, every Shabbos. And we'd sit down on the couch and he made us be quiet and eat our popsicles and listen. And we just like memorized lines from it. And it was just, it's just my favorite book because it's so practical. So I was actually really excited when you specifically mentioned Perkeavos because I'm not like thorough in other things, but Perke Avos, I love. <laughs> it's so great. So for anyone listening, for me, Perke Avos felt like a good match for this music because it was very out there, very techno pop. I don't know what to call it exactly. Um, but Perke Avos is a little preachy. There's space for attitude. So that's where the connection happened for me. So the song is uh, covering the four Ezehus, the Ezehu Gibor, who if you want to be a, a strong person, if you want to be a wealthy person, if you want to be a respected person, and if you want to be a happy person, this is what you should do. So we took those four. Yeah, there's no happy one if you want to be a wise person. There you go. So we took the four and um, and then you wrote the lyrics to the rap and you wrapped them. You wrote the lyrics to the bridge. That's so cool. And originally we were going to do in Hebrew the chorus, but then we changed it to if you want to be, keep it all in English. There are some Azus going on in the background. I wish I did if you if you're trying to be, because if you want to be, I felt like it it sounds like juvenile, like if you want to be like a Disney song, but like once I guess people hear the lyrics, they see that it's really not basic at all. It's it's very deep. So because it's based on well, something deep. Yeah, that's true. That's I, I love using that because once you're using Jewish texts that are written by such wise scholars, there's very little room to mess up on there. And so, yeah, musically, I felt like because it's preachy, there's room for attitude, there's room for some modern sound. Yeah. And I did the production and all the melody, the composition, and we clapped here. So if you'd have to choose like one moment or two different texts, that you would like to share. I know the rap is really fast and anyone who will want to understand the lyrics, they will have to read them. But for anyone listening today, maybe you can share a few moments that were, that you can analyze or explain because you have the platform to do it now. Um, so I don't know if, if you wanted me to prepare, but I can tell you that I did memorize all the lyrics. So I, I know them offhand, but 
to find like just which choose, one is my like favorite. choose a moment and I didn't tell you in advance because you don't like to do things in advance <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like I'm going to just ask you on the spot because I worked with you long but enough this good deals with me being way too spontaneous and I feel like she's way too rigid for me and together it's like She's like going crazy from my spontaneity. And then of course I end up like not being prepared and she is. Okay. Maybe talk about the connection between Facebook, Instagram, uh, little logos that we had printed on our shirts. One of them, I think there was more than one with that, but one of them was who deserve, I think we wrote it on our Instagram was who deserves the honor. That is who, he who gives it out. Don't play and mock the saint or God's about to confiscate your clout. So like, I'm sure like Gen Zers know that clout is basically like generation Z your level of I don't know if you want to say like credibility but like your your influencer like who deserves the honor that is he who gives it out so that's kind of just another way of saying the actual pasuk and then don't play and mock the saint like the person that deserves the honor because God's about to confiscate your clout clout is basically like the honor that you deserve but it's just written in like 2020 lyrics (laughs) so um, and just to be a little bit more rappy <laughs> and like street. Um, so that was, that was one of them. Honestly, it's true. I see, like, I can just even apply it just to you. Like I see a lot of times you collab with other people or you put the spotlight on other people and it ends up just like giving back to you because I mean, those people are sharing your things and then like people are so happy to like that you're sharing their things and then they want to see your thing and it just like what comes around goes around type of thing that's so beautiful thank you for sharing that I'm warmed in my heart (laughs) little tingle in my heart yeah no it's a fact and then I can think of another pasuk pasuk from the song pasuk from the niggin I'm trying to think. Well, we did. We got rockets, and we tried oh throwing my God. the rockets. So that first of all, didn't the, work out. the props were hilarious. Like, I don't know what. I think I was drunk when. I, honestly, I never got drunk in my life. That's the truth. But like, <laughs> in theory, like my ideas were were like inebriation. Like it was basically like, like I made okay for anyone listening, I made Francesca get the weirdest props. Okay, I was like, she's like, what should I buy? I'm like, okay, buy a stuffed owl. Buy, buy grandma glasses and she's sitting there trusting me I'm like okay and buy what else did I tell you buy like fake money we had white wigs and we had a mint white wig wigs, and a purple turquoise wigs. wigs oh my god you're uh, brave we had rockets we had for like Elon Musk rockets. rockets what yeah. was the connection between the rockets and the lyrics let's go into that even though the rockets didn't make it into the video in the end that one is who is loaded with the guilt like who is rich it is not about the pockets. Like it's not about the wealth, the actual physical wealth. Um, it's not about the pockets. Satisfaction soaring high. Don't have to afford Elon's rockets. So satisfaction is soaring high. Even if you can't afford Elon Musk, the great <laughs> rockets, basically. Like it's not, it's not about the riches. It's about, it's about the actual happiness, which honestly, I'd rather cry in my Ferrari, but, <laughs> but we, we all know, we all know that like, however nice money is like either you're happy or you're not. It's not like money helps. It really does. It can buy you therapy. It can buy you, it can't buy you like priceless things like friends and good relationships know, but, and trust. Right. But yeah, but right. Which is really like the 
the essential source of happiness, but like, cause that comes from within, but really like, I feel like these are all um, ideas that, that like this, the, the world in general, not just like in people that learn paragraphs or Jewish people, like they always like preach these type of lessons, like, oh, happiness doesn't come from money type of thing. But like, it, like, it's cool how you can always find these things in the Torah, like originally from thousands of years ago where it's really simple, but it's kind of profound, I guess, of like, like you can have all the money. I mean, there's so many people that it's really sad. They, they lose their life because they didn't feel that it was worth living, even though they were loaded with money. I mean, and then there's people that because they were in debt, they lose their life. But the point is that the common denominator is the sadness from the inside, regardless of wealth or not. So um, that was another one. So and also part of the reason the four Ezehus, the four Perke Avos stanzas that we were working with, they were confusing because honor and happiness or honor and wealth. Did we mix them? <laughs> they were no, being mixed it. up because they are very intertwined with each other. Like the amount of followers you have on Instagram today, it's it's an honor thing. It's a wealth thing. And we had those thrones. At one point we had all these coin we had these coins and we had this money very rap gangster type <laughs> most of that did not make it in but the the throne wearing the crown and all that cool stuff made it in so any lyrics there that connect or you'd like to just give a little parish on or explanation an honor comes on those when they don't ask it to be chosen Torah now deems you respectable and pockets full now yeah, it's the same idea, but it's basically when you're kind of like begging for the honor, maybe it doesn't come as naturally. And also I noticed sometimes like something I remember learned, like this part that we were learning in Perkelos and uh, my father was explaining one time how like sometimes when you like you cause you, you try to like get the honor to yourself. So you kind of are arrogant about something you end up like it's obviously depends. Like sometimes you need to talk about something because you're sharing knowledge or whatever. And that's, that's actually important. Like it's not the right time to be humble, but there are certain things that are arrogant, let's say, and that's up to like common sense to figure out what it is. So the thing is that that was the mixed up thing. So it says Torah now deems you respectable and pockets full now, but I guess that was like more of a metaphorical pockets full now type of thing. But it also, the pockets full now, actually, now I'm looking at it, it refers to the paragraph before, which is talking about wealth, says wealth isn't measured by the money. It's all about the smile. Do you feel like you got it? If you do, that's when you got it. Um, like if you feel it, then you have it. Cause the, cause the question is, do you feel it? <laughs> and I love the bridge Four lessons for me and you. Oh my God. By. First of all, it's my favorite part of the song. <laughs> and try Torah's uh, how we get us by. Why? Yeah. God and Why? <laughs> Torah's how we get us by. Why? The only God part I was able to memorize. The words oh, really? go so fast. <laughs> Do you No, but you know what? When you sent me this tune, like just the raw tune without the words. And I remember listening to that. I was like on a high when I heard that. I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. Like I, I got all like starstruck. I'm like, did you make this like this music is so good I'm so excited to be putting the lyrics to this because it was just like it was so gangster and you like you don't even you didn't even mean to be but it was like it enabled me because I have this thing that I like to put like a lyric for every syllable I feel like there needs to be like a fill-in of that syllable and 
and like not to skip any and that's why like sometimes it goes very fast but like for the the four lessons um we were able to do that with like just like very short simple words but like they were they were like they rhymed and like they they it made sense in a sentence still so it was a lot of fun it was like four lessons that me and you can live by and try <laughs> Torah's how we get us by why because God on high knows the recipe to live fly get by the seeking but I'm not singing it because I don't was there a favorite part to the whole project for you Honestly, the funnest part that I had, I think you deleted most of it, but I still have the rough draft, so it's fine. But the funnest part for me was when you sent me to Hillel Kapnick's studio. It was like the highlight because like music, I told you, it just like was so enjoyable. Like nobody was really there listening except for like him or whatever. My baby was sitting on me, but it was like, like just to belt out and like I went through like 5 million harmonies and he's like, yeah, do another one, do another one. I'm like, yeah, let's do another harmony. And I did like 5 million harmonies and I was so excited. And he's like, I'm letting you know. <laughs> I worked with Francesca before. She's probably gonna take most of them off. She likes it to be like really simple. And I'm like, I'm like, no, I want to keep all them. So after we were done, I'm like, okay, just in case she'll probably take them off. Just send it to me, <laughs> send me the original file. So he sent it to me. I'm like, yes, I have it. And then I'm like, posting little snippets of it all over my Instagram before the real one comes out where I'm like not really on the clip anymore except for the rap but that honestly that was like my most enjoyable thing is I got to just belt out harmonies it was so fun for me so thank you for the performance end of it more than the writing the writing was was good but like yeah that was the most that was the most enjoyable because honestly like that was me being able to implement the writing that I did like when you write it it's fun, but you want to feel like you, you feel, I do. I feel like impatient to like make it happen into something. It's still almost a dream because you can write anything down, but if it's not on video or shared with people, you almost feel like it's, it's an unhappened dream yet. Like it didn't happen yet. So that was like actualizing it, I guess. And yeah. Just music. Was... And then you got your kids in the car and you drove all the way to Philadelphia and we spend a Shabbos together four hours. I believe you on a Friday. That totally is possible. And yeah, and it was Labor Day weekend and Sunday we got out. Can you just tell a little bit from your perspective? Maybe I'll add a little bit. What was it like for you to shoot with me Uh, or work with me? (laughs) So... Um, there's something about we're total opposites yeah. yes, for anyone we listening. Are. That's very true, styles yes. of working. Um, there's something about like I am a procrastinator. You like things done right away. I'm spontaneous. You like to plan every detail out. Like I'm just like whatever. You're like no, no, I'm scared. It's not gonna work out. Like we're totally different. But I think there's an element of like when something is so stressful and you worked so hard for it and you drove all those hours and you put stuff into it you feel there's a pride that you feel that like, I did that. Like you feel some sense of like accomplishment. Like, oh my God, if I can do that, like I can do anything. Not that I would want to like, like if I had to choose between like you coming to me or me coming to you, I'd be like, no, you come here. Like that's much more, that's much. I'd rather, I like things being the easy way, but in hindsight, like it's, there's a sense of accomplishment when you feel like you you climbed over a mountain, like it's easy to walk on flat ground, but if you have to climb over something and it's hard, sometimes you end up like accomplishing more because it's harder to, a a song I actually wrote a long time ago in the lyrics, it said, um, I think I told you this in the last, I don't know, it said, um, the pain of climbing gets you up the mountaintop. 
so you can complain about the steps or reach the peak and watch how you haven't dropped whatever so just I felt like that was relevant um, wow, I love that. But yeah, some something like that, basically. Once you see this music video and you see the studio and the thrones and that beautiful setup, I don't think we could have done that in your backyard. It would just be a different music video. The backyard here is like crazy, but it's a different vibe. It's not the same like like actual like stage. Um, but there's I mean, there's places to go here. But like, I don't know if a stage like that exists here. I don't know. I didn't check it out. But I know that the stage that we went to, like I went in there and I'm like, oh my gosh, there was like 300 grand pianos lining the wall in the hallway. <laughs> and then, and then I had, I had to walk, like, I felt like I had to walk down the block to go to the bathroom and I needed the bathroom at least like five times. Cause I have like, like stomach issues. And like, every time I had to go to the bathroom, like I come back and Francisca's like panicking, like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I need the bathroom for the 10th time. And like, she's wearing my dress and I'm wearing her dress and like the wigs are coming off and the guy's trying to like figure out his camera and then we had to go on top of the roof and we couldn't fit through the window. And we were both like out of breath and sweating. And then <laughs> you said, oh, we still have to open the props. We didn't open the stuffed owl or the grandma glasses quick. We need to throw these toy rockets. It just felt like, like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? But like, it was so stressful. It was so exhausting. I feel like it could have been more fun though to just like not care. But I guess like there's an element of like, you need someone to like really think deeply into things so that it gets done more like you're a go-getter and I'm more like whatever so maybe we needed the combination of it I don't know but then we lost some of the footage and then I'm thinking if we hadn't stressed about all the props and all the different scenes we needed that didn't end up making it into the music video in the end maybe it would have been less stressful and maybe we could have had a little more fun and it wasn't like oh my gosh we have four hours that our kids are being watched by someone else and <laughs> I wish you had right. his own disaster. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, I mean, but like that's a thing with experience is like you get to learn for the next time because you can't change the last time. And like I learned something, and I guess you learn something with like when you have someone that's extremely different than you, you learn like everyone has their strengths and weaknesses, and that's how you learn from someone else. Because if they have the same strengths as you, then you just you don't learn anything because it's just it's just mirroring yourself, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, and then I remember when I was there and we were in the car, you're like, I have five other music videos I have to get done this week. I don't know why I booked them all in the same, whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, like I was jealous of you. I'm like, I want to do five music videos in one week. What? It was you're one like, other yeah, one. I like booked me this really cool, this scene out there, whatever. I don't want to say what it is in case it's still like a secret what that was. No, that was the farm, that was cool. the Tovaho, this one that came out. Okay, on well, that was like the coolest thing. Um, Could have taken one of those 300 grand pianos. I'm sure they wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> And then you said, I don't know, you're going to get out like 10 albums or something. And meanwhile, like I got out one song and I'm like, how do I emulate this? Um, Like, honestly, it's hard because I'm only like I'm alone with my kids and it helps to have that like husband figure there. Um, And like that adds an element of like, like you don't get as much done. But at the same time, it also adds like a a drive where you're like, I want you want to prove to yourself that you'll get it done in spite of everything. Um, but yeah, I do have like dreams to go crazy with everything, but who knows? And, um, what was I going to tell you about your, about all your albums? Oh yeah. I recorded a a couple songs a long time ago, but like you said, with like the perfectionism thing, like I never released them because I was like, it's not good enough. So it just like, I left it in the dust. So I have like three other songs that I recorded a long time ago and they're just like 
I think somewhere all the songs my on my sixth album that I sort of did on my own ish. Yeah. I felt like they were not ready to be released when I released them really? and they went out anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, and my goal is 10 and how albums. how many music videos did you do? I'm probably in the high teens now. Not sure exactly how many. And wow. the goal is 10 albums and hopefully it'll happen <laughs> by the time I'm 30. Maybe not. I think I'm going to ask you behind the scenes, unless you want to answer here, how much it costs to do all those music videos. Because from what I understood, like it's it's like a bunch of down payments like it's really expensive to make music I got good a good deal for my last one like a really insanely good deal but like if you don't it's really expensive to make music videos it can be expensive it's not a cheap venture so I have had a few projects that were very expensive and then all the other projects have been very low budget however I think other people if they were like okay, let me just get this guy and use the budget you used or this woman that you used. Um, they might've not gotten the same result just because when I do, and I've had that, I've recommended someone I've worked with who was low budget, but they weren't happy with their project. And I was because I came in with my experience of knowing how to use their talent. I did a lot of the directing. So I've done that, a lot of that. And a lot of luck. I, I can't say it's it's not Mazel and Hashab helping me out. I can't take all the credit. But for me, as much as I focus on quality, quantity is important to me. Building a portfolio of 100 release songs and that being my goal is something you can't compare with one or two incredible songs. There's a weight to that. That's important to me personally. Where did, the, where did this music video fall on your like budget compared to the other ones? It's funny, the video itself didn't cost a lot. All the shortcuts we took, some of them, like fixing the wig where... Like the stuffed owl? Like the wig <laughs> that went up and your hair was showing and we had to like color it oh in. Oh my God. And by the way, it was Photoshopped. Like technically it worked, but like it was it still right. in the middle, still of, my in the middle forehead, of your forehead. So just a disclaimer for <laughs> everyone. It looks like I have fangs instead of bangs. <laughs> so that costed extra. But by the way, for next time, I was telling the guy, I'm like, can you go get me a small mirror? Because I want to see if like I need to pull my wig down. And you were like, no, no, we're in a rush. We got to do it. So next time. <laughs> next time, we'll make Let sure we look mirror. amazing. We just won't have any footage of it. <laughs> right. It just kept falling back like every other second. And I didn't. I also learned a ton of things from that video. Like make sure you get beginning to end. Like until the last hour, don't focus on just first scene, second scene. Just make sure to get as much beginning to end. Exactly. We didn't have enough beginning to end footage and that like ended up kicking us in the butt a little bit. Okay. So let's do this fun thing. First of all, tell me one thing you loved about working with me. One thing you hated about working with me. And then we'll end with, <laughs> would you ever consider doing it again? Oh, wow. This is <laughs> This is so candid. Okay, for, I'm going to answer the last question first. I would absolutely do it again because I love music. I don't care. I'll do anything for music. <laughs> like, like music is my soul. So if you ask me to do something for music, I'm doing it. <laughs> Second of all, I'm sure there's many pros and cons to everything. So it's hard to pinpoint like one or the other. <laughs> but I would say, <laughs> I would say like in life in general, um, like not for the sake of this or, podcast, you know, you know? Yeah, when we were sitting at the Shabbos table, just like talking after all our kids were like upstairs and you and your husband were there and I was sitting there and we were talking. Um, that was a fun conversation. 
I don't even remember what we were talking about, but I just remember like, it was just like enjoyable to like be able to have just like a chill Shabbos, like Friday night meal, like just talking about stuff um, before like working professionally, like in a studio, we got to just like sit and talk. That was like nice and relaxing for the moments that it lasted. (laughs) I guess the hardest part for me was putting my baby somewhere um like at someone else and he was crying the whole time like that that was was the the first time that you had your baby away from you it was the second Second time time. it was the second time but it was the first time for four hours last time I did it before that it was for like 20 minutes and even that was really really hard for me and it was only in the next room and he was crying really hard and he was with my sister it was like I thought like okay he's with my sister he'll be fine he was screaming the whole time she tried everything and here was like I'm leaving him with a stranger for four hours I was and more because the drive there and back I was absolutely like petrified um I get so scared like he's gonna be traumatized and whatever but I hope that we when he gets older I'll be like remember that time you were crying he'll be like no I don't remember (laughs) like yes you do your siblings do (laughs) but listen I'm sorry I think his siblings will remember (laughs) well I mean yeah, yeah yeah Yeah. But like the people say kids are invincible, but I don't know. I feel like trauma is etched in like a different way and they express it differently. But like, I feel like you have to weigh like your pros and cons where like you put on your oxygen mask before your kids. Like I wouldn't leave my kids all the time to do music videos every day, unless it was like a job that kept the roof over their heads. But like, but like, because it's just like a passion and a hobby for me. And like, I have to keep myself sane. So there's a balance to like also giving to myself so that I can be a mom to give to my kids. So I don't regret it. It's just, that was the hardest part. Okay. And any advice for anyone listening out there? This was a major project for you. It wasn't your first, but it definitely puts you in a different realm from people who have been writing their whole life and haven't released into the world what they've done. What what can you share with them? To start a journey, it always begins with one step. And I had this issue myself and I need to remind myself all the time, like, even if it, even if you're releasing something small or doing something small, you're adding, like, you're adding to your list of like, let's say a thousand small things. And then once you do five small things, you end up doing 10 medium things. And then you end up doing one huge thing. And then you end up doing an enormous thing. And just like, you can't, you can't just wait around for that enormous thing to come because it's not going to come. You have to start with like, small things that are not perfect and you're not happy with apparently like I'm not talking about this specifically I'm talking about in general how I'm not like happy with anything sometimes I'm like oh it needs to be perfect um it's just like you have to you have to start even with my writing career like I remember in the beginning I started off like I wrote for a small magazine like once a week and then um I wrote for this magazine like more than that and then I was like editor-in-chief of that magazine then I started my own magazine and then I closed that down because I was busy traveling all over the world at that time and then I whatever like canceled the whole thing but like like you have to start somewhere to like go up basically and have patience I love that I love that so much Rachel I'm so happy we had this conversation I'm so happy we did this project together this music video yay Um, me too the real question is are you working with me again (laughs) That is the real question. I think I need some time uh, to come up with something that could be like the next big thing. No, I'm like, how do you up something like this? You know what I mean? This is one of my biggest projects in a very big way. 
how do you like up that? First of all, it's one of, it's my first English song that I'm putting out there. And I was a little, I was a mini contributor to the lyrics part. I think if you want to be a rich person and then you switch it to just, if you want to be the person with the, you would change the ends, but I came up with, we need the, if you want to be, we need a repetitive line that has to be the chorus. Right. I wanted you everything wanted every to be, word like, to be different. Deep and you're like, it needs to be simple and like something that will be catchy. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I put my foot down. I think I would have changed a few more things about it. I know you weren't so happy with the mix at the end <laughs> and that we didn't use enough of your fun, crazy vocals that were amazing. All your vocals were amazing. Thank you. But yeah, you know, when people release some of their best work, if you can, it's it's hard to up that. And I think you need to gain the courage, first of all, to sit down and do something or it's not like the next thing. It's I might need another 50 songs to get that next. If you want to be song, you never know. Right. Yeah. I'm so happy we did this project. Yeah. Now I'm working on my own English music, my own lyrics, and I would have like oh, new boundaries I would create. Yeah, I would request of you to do certain things differently, knowing how we work together and how we yeah. can just make it a little bit less stressful next time. Just knowing like what we're going into. It's like, this is what you need. I understand yeah. that better where you still have the creative space and the spontaneous space, right. but still I know that right. the major things are prepared in advance. And then yeah. we have that balance of spontaneity and preparedness. Maybe also bringing in one more person onto the team. So it's not all on us to be in it, to look good, to make sure, you know, we need a few more eyes and hands on deck to make sure all the different elements are flying. You know what it is for me? It's so hard for me to let go of control when it comes to creativity, because it's very hard to mix creativity when you're in your head, your ideas are just one big piece of art. And if someone works with you on it it's almost like they're destroying your piece of art but what music video when you're there on the music video day it's not time to create anymore it's time to execute meaning the creative part had to happen before that's what i believe the writing of the music the lyrics had to happen before you're doing your vocals so right we did decide what would happen in the music video but it was like it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't scheduled it wasn't like it wasn't totally like <laughs> Also, if we would have had a much simpler vision, it would have been simpler, but it wasn't a simple vision that needed a lot more care. And what else did I make you buy? Oh, I made you buy these shirts with an Instagram or Facebook logo and you ended up getting it professionally done. Yeah, I had to. I ordered them on Amazon, but they said they're going to send it in 60 days. So I had to cancel that because it wasn't going to work. Had someone in the community. See, you are a really hard worker. She printed them and I'm so happy and she did it in like one day. So we were all set. So yeah, thank you so much. I'm By the way, if I'm ever ready to share my story, like ever, like I'll let you, you are know. You're always but... welcome back onto the show to share your story. Thank you so much, okay. Rachel. Where can people find you? Thank you, Francesca. This was really fun. At the lowercase dash because Rachel Sam by itself was taken. Whoever took it, I don't like you, but okay. Rachel Sam on Instagram, on Facebook. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening until the end. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends, subscribe. And if you're listening on an iPhone, leave us a five-star review. If you'd like to reach out about my music, coaching, 
or podcast services, email me at franciscak at gmail.com. Also, make sure to download Schmoozy so you can have conversations with me and other like-minded people who enjoy the Francisca Show podcast. Thank you to jewishcoffeehouse.com. And I will be running a giveaway for those of you who will be joining me on Schmoozy. So stay tuned for more details. See you next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.